At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Hello and welcome to VEASAN's Long Shots. My name is Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin alongside here on a Monday. Going to do a quick recap of what we saw this past week at the Waste Management as we head over to Riviera for the unbelievably high prize pool yet again that we get in the Genesis. Kelly, we get another elevated prize pool, so we'll be able to break that down. But first and foremost, uh, I think a pretty good week for most of us. I mean, listen, if you played... Like we said, if you play the placement markets in a lot of the guys that we had, now none of us had Scotty Shuffler to win the thing outright, though he was a one-and-done pick for for us on the uh, on the podcast, Kelly. This is like one of those weeks where you can grind out a small profit, and that's what we're just trying to do on these weeks where you don't hit an outright, you don't want to, your bankroll to suffer, and uh, I think we did that this week. Yeah, that was... Uh... Let's see. I did finish a small loser, but I'm just looking. I did make a lot of uh, finishing position market bets. You're right, and that that was those were small winners. So it was, um, you know, look, matchups did not go well for me this week. First first round leader bets went down the trash can. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the you know, if you listen to you know Matt and I on shows throughout the years, and that's something we'll constantly bring up uh, here on Long Shots too. Look, it, it was a small losing week for me. But the key word there is small, right? And right. that's how you're, you're keeping that bankroll going uh, by playing those kind of markets, the top 10s, the top 20s, the top 40s. And, and, you know, tournament matchups are probably the best thing you can play. It's just whether or not you can find the matchup you like or not, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus the right opponent at the right price. But that's how you keep that golf bankroll going. Um, that's something you and I will talk about a lot. The outrights come and go. Um, but look, if you're firing on six outrights a week, you can pretty quickly drain that bankroll. So that's... Uh, Something you got to do, man. And it was it was a lot of golf bets I had this right. past weekend, man. And I'm sure you did too, with you being out there. And I want to hear about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm I'm not I'm not unhappy with this at all. This result at all, especially since I mean my outrights were and and I did get on Scheffler live a little bit on Saturday. Yeah. Um, because he was he was, <laughs> I mean on Saturday you were at the course. I'm sitting at home watching him roll up the leaderboard. And the guy's barely hitting fairways and not even putting that well. Yeah. So I was like, uh, okay, I've got to take a, a, a piece of plus 140. Um, but, you know, my outrights were Xander, JT, Sung JM. You know, Max Homa fell back on us a bit. But, we, you know, you and I were in Sam Burns. You talked me into Sam Burns at a nice long price. So, you know, when you're thinking about talking through the process, 
outrights were swarming, right? We just didn't get uh, one. Right. That's the thing. Is like, I mean, we had the fourth guy in Thomas. We had T6 in Sam Burns, T6 in Sung Jay. You had a, you know, I we talked about the placement market bet on Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler yeah. with the T10. You got on a little bit further. We did get the um we we also got Hayden Buckley in there as well, a guy that I was Top talking 40, about. Yep. That, yeah, that was that was in there. So I mean, like you know, it's we we made some money this week, and it's just kind of like you just you make sure that you are able to keep draining, you know, keep from draining the bankroll as you move forward through the season. So one of the big things, how was it out there? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, look, we gotta talk about that. You were there, man. You haven't even talked basically since you yeah. since you got back. It was it was fantastic. Went out there Saturday and Sunday. Um, so took in both of those rounds. It was phenomenal. I mean, listen, I'll fully admit the Saturday thing is a bit of an S show. Yeah, I mean, like it is <laughs> like I mean, it, it, it dude. If you're just in, if you just have a GA ticket and you're going through the swarms of people and especially the later in the day it got, obviously, because as the holes finish up, then everyone starts condensing on the later holes and stuff. And like, right. Yeah. By late afternoon, it like the sea of people. And I don't even get like freaked out in crowds or anything or something like that, but like yeah. the sea of people, even I was like, I would not want to be in that. Like, I, <laughs> I would not want to be down in that at all. So uh, that was that was crazy. Then Sunday we went to a different kind of like, so we went to the 1937 club on Saturday, and then we went to the Bay Club on Sunday. Ooh, I have fancy. the okay. Bay Club was awesome, like by far, way exponentially better than this like 1937 club. Like the Bay Club had the tenth hole out one side, and then the drivable par 17 out the other side. So, oh, yeah. And so you, it was just, it was awesome. And like, yeah, seating, you get a little great. cover, you got a little bit of cover from the sun. You're drinking, watching the two, everything about the food, the, to get to the restrooms was easier. Like this 1937 club was supposedly like air quote, more exclusive or something, whatever really? it was by far not the the better experience because like, I've heard of the Bay Club seating because I, I I heard of it only because I think you and I have discussed it before yeah. probably like last year but I've never even heard of the other one so that yeah. that is interesting yeah so I would highly recommend the Bay Club like it big big time recommend that like it was totally completely worth it and if I go back I would certainly be looking at that or the Cove those are the two different like seating options I think I'd be looking at if I went back down there but Dude, it is just such a cool atmosphere. I'm going to say this like I do to everybody because when they find out I'm from Louisiana, they're like, oh, what about Mardi Gras? Whatever. You should do it once in your life. <laughs> like, I always like, like, you should do it once. Like, I'm not right, saying you have yeah, to go yeah. back every single year or whatever and all that. I probably will go back, but it probably wouldn't be an every year thing for me. But, like, you should do it once. Everyone should do gotcha. it once. I think that experience is totally worth it. You and I will pop down there like one of these – one of Hell these yeah. years coming up, yeah, we'll we'll pop that. I think next year might be a little busy for us with the uh, yeah, maybe a little tough. Well, Super Bowl being in Vegas, but like yeah, maybe maybe two years from now, we'll uh, uh, we'll head. I'm back ready down for there. the Super Bowl to get further away. Actually, yeah, this is like yeah, Arizona, Vegas, man, we're all in this right this little pocket. And so one of the big takeaways for me from this tournament, and, and listen, it did not the the bet didn't get home, but it's the process that we're talking about. And, and, and you just mentioned Sam Burns, and you and I were texting back and forth about this. Yeah. The reason when the number drifts so far on a guy who is such an elite scorer when he's on, you just almost always have to pull the trigger on it. And then Sam Burns did it yet again to us. He opens up 70-71 in rounds one and two, barely makes the cut, 
then comes back 64-68 on the weekend to rock it all the way to T6. And now listen, it was too short to get it done, like I just said. But you're also talking about a guy that opened at 55-1. to Like, this is one Mm -hmm. of the very elite scorers in all of golf, and he is live to win a tournament nearly every single time he tees it up. Now, he's going to miss some cuts because if the driver is not functioning, it can be bad news for Sam Burns, and he can be super frustrating. But the thing is, is he is one of the very few guys, Kelly, that consistently can go out and shoot mid sixty. Like, like this is not out of the range of this, like not out of the ordinary for Sam Burns, like him going and shooting 64 on Saturday. We've, we saw this multiple times last season, which is why, you know, we were on him so many times when he did win. So that was one of the, one of the big takeaways for me this week. Yeah, no, I think, and I think that was, you know, it's a sharp bet. I mean, you obviously love the guy, uh, an LSU guy, but no, I mean, you've been on him since the beginning and you're right. It's that, it's that kind of elite scoring ability. Um, And look, did he finish T6? Yeah, he finished T6. But when you, when you look at that leaderboard, um, I mean, the fact remains, yes, Scotty Scheffler won. But when you talk about guys that can win right in that top 10, he's still one of the few names that can't, I mean, yeah. a few names that can, right? Like Nick Taylor, sorry, you know, <laughs> it was an incredible performance you put on, but like more times than not, Sam, Sam Burns is going to win more golf tournaments than you are just over the course of your, your career. I mean, I mean, like even Terrell Hatton, you could probably throw yep. in that group. Wyndham, Wyndham Clark, all these guys. Adam Hadwin. I mean, a guy who I, we, I've been on a bunch over the past. <laughs> you and me, years. you and me are buried on Adam Hadwin for sure. Yeah, like, we're yeah, buried we are, on we're, Hadwin. We're buried on yeah. Hadwin. There's he no owes me a lot. Yes, that is for <laughs> sure. Um, I think what, one of the what, you know one of the guys I want to bring up just staring at this thing because it's I don't think it's becoming well two guys. I mean, and it's great for the tour. Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. Yep. Right. Yes. Like this yes. is these it are is this worth is a bringing thing up. now. Yeah. This is a thing now. These guys are putting together consistent good performances here. I mean, it's been week in week out basically for each one of them here over the past couple months. So I, I don't want I I just think this is the time where you've got a lot of casual golf fans getting, getting back into golf. And if you're betting this, you know, realize that these guys actually are rounding into form that what Matt, we haven't seen from either one of them in what feels like a couple of years now, two, three, four years. Yeah, and this is a deal where, look, he had a little bit of a rough patch there on the front nine, although it did include a hole-in-one, Ricky, I'm talking about Mm -hmm. there, four. But if he avoids a double on the back nine, which is just, it was an unfortunate double on 14, if he even just pars that, we are talking about a a, a T5 here for Ricky Fowler, right? I mean, like, he's going to be right there with Jason Day at 12 under. And we're talking about a T5 for Ricky Fowler. Like, he has found something in this new swing of his and now, what is his win equity, Kelly? That we don't know, right? Like, yeah, I, we don't know. We don't. But, that's a great point. But he might be a week in, week out, top forty, top thirty, top twenty. You know, bet especially in some of these weaker fields. Like this was a strong field right. that he just t ten. Like <laughs> yes, like in some of these weaker field events that he plays, like he might just be a top twenty bet for a lot of money. You know, and and we if he ends up winning, then so be it. And you know, whatever we can get on him after that, but. Yeah, that 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 really did stand out to me a ton as well. And I think the other thing that did kind of stand out to me too is is the thing that we were talking about. Look, Scheffler, Rom, it's like we're in a bad. I'm not going to say a bad spot for for golf betting, but like, listen, between Scheffler, Rom, and Rory, it is going to be tough to dodge one of these dudes. Like, not yep. being in contention. 
And you don't want to be holding an outright on somebody else with one of these other dudes in contention. And it's just like, Scotty is a killer. He's just a killer. I mean, he like he's just dagger to the throat killer. And so, you know, we will have to continue to figure out these creative bets that we can get down on. And it might be like, not the greatest odds on a top five or a top 10 on a guy or some of these other head to heads like you're talking about or betting the groupings or whatever it might be. But I don't want to be going head to head with Scotty and Rom and, and Rory too often. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, we, I mean, we talked at the opening about the, yeah. you know, the finishing positions and the matchups and how important that stuff is, but you're talking about, I mean, the names, just the names in win equity that I bet this week, Matt, right, with Xander yeah. Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Sung J.M., Max Homa, Sam Burns. I mean, and we're not we're not talking, you know, at least at Burns, we're talking 50 to 1, right? Yeah. Like, but these other guys, we're not talking about that. And I do think, I think it's a unique spot positioning golf betting right now, right? Where we saw mm-hmm. the end of last season, it was a lot of shorter favorites winning tournaments. And I think when you've got some of the guys that have left for live, I think have taken away some of that, some of that, you know, some of that wind power in the twenties range, right. In the 20 to one, yeah. 30 to one in these kind of full field events. And yeah, like you're saying, I think, I think that we need to start considering more bets on guys at shorter prices, just because those, those three names are just massive names in the game right now. And they're, and they're, and they're winning and they're there every week. Before we uh, before we move on here to the Genesis, one last little thing I do want to bring up, and I mean, th- look, this was a guy that I was super high on and whatever, but uh, a pretty disappointing performance from Colin Morikawa this week, 73-72, misses the cut, and Kelly, when you look at Morikawa, it was one, it's one of those deals where we're going to have to try and figure out, you know... <sighs> Is he is he back back or is it just like we really have to try and figure out where he's going? I mean, like the driver left him this week. He only had sixty percent driving accuracy on the week, and this is one of those courses. Like we said, it's not a hard course, but if yeah. you're spraying it, like you can, there are penalty strokes to be had. We saw yep. multiple guys with doubles and triples and things along the way because if you're just too far gone, it's going to be very very tough to to do, and so. Uh, I'm going to be watching Colin off the tee here over the next couple of tournaments and hoping that he can kind of right the ship because again, like I love to bet, but man, that was a pretty disappointing performance this week. Yeah. I mean, me too. Look, I mean, I was on him earlier in the year when Rom chased him down, he kind of fell apart. I, I it's funny cause I actually think some of those, some of those losses, um, I mean, they give me, they give you the ability, at least for me, it was very easy to say, I'm not playing more cow until he wins again. Or, and maybe I don't even want to leap that far. It's the, well, I'm not touching that guy unless it's it, it's in play, right? It's in yeah. tournament. It's once the tournament gets going and I can get a feel for how his game looks. That's true. I, I, I think you're right. I mean, that's what I think what we expected heading, of him heading into next week. And look, I didn't bet him, but it's really mainly because of that past experience. It's not that my numbers weren't pointing the same way that you and Wes's were, right? It's just, yeah. it's just what happened to me. Um, you know, it happened to me a few weeks ago, but it's the... I think that he's one of those guys that you can get a, a better idea of that once you get in tournament. I also think it's one of those things, you know, just going back to Scheffler again, where it makes him so darn impressive sometimes, right? Right. It was it was that mm. Saturday where it was like he can't find a fairway and he's still out there making pars and birdies. Yep. And, like, and that's that's incredible. So we look here. 
with Morikawa. Yeah, I mean, strokes gained off the tee in the, for this for this tournament, 61st in the field, and you could see that it wasn't doing any good. Also, around the green, which is a little scary with him because that's something that we've, yeah. we've looked at again. 123rd in the field around the green, and we said, like, he's been strug- – he struggled all last season with putting and trying to figure out how he wanted to putt, and he changed his grip, and he did all these different little things, and he was 104th in this field in putting as well. So again, just small sample size. It's one tournament. It's whatever, but like it was, it was a course that was, that was, you know, at least gettable on one of the two days. And he was not able to get it on either one of the days. And so we'll have to, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that one for sure. But Kelly, off we go. We're heading to yet another elevated event here. Guys, we'll have the full breakdown of this tomorrow with Wes joining us here on the podcast, but we do head over to the Riv for the Genesis. We know this is the return of Tiger, so we get Tiger coming, and I know that you're, I know everybody's excited about that, because listen, at, at the end of the day, Kelly, it's just, he very well might miss the cut here, I, and and all that. It's just, the tournament, just for whatever reason, seems a little bit cooler as long as, as, as long as Tiger's a part of it, so I'm, I'm here for it, you know? I, I, I will say, here, here's my opinion. Golf is better specifically the PGA Tour, with Tiger Woods, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler. For yeah. sure, without a doubt. I mean, especially Fowler and Tiger Woods. When you, I mean, when you talk to tournament uh, uh, organizers around the country, I mean, those are the two Those are the two biggest draws on tour. Ricky Fowler's still one of the biggest draws on tour. People love him. Yeah. Um, here's the difference between Tiger and the other two. Watching golf can become a pain with Tiger, yeah. right? Because that's where all the coverage goes, and we're already we're already screaming about different streaming options and not being able to watch guys that we've got top twenty bets on. Man, Tiger Woods is in the field. We got no shot. Right. That's all you're going to be seeing is Tiger Woods if he actually makes a cut on Saturday and Sunday. So um, I don't know. I mean, it, look, it's an amazing. I mean, this is an amazing story. Just the fact that he's back on a golf course, and I, I it's. It's just crazy how often we seemingly have this same conversation about Tiger is back. Like it's just, you know, literally, literally just back on a course yeah. is amazing. I'm not expecting big things from him. I mean, look, this is a, a tournament that I believe is still linked into his, into his foundation. Right. So um, I think that's, what, you know, why we're seeing him back here this week. Um, I think that's a big part of it. Um, I 130 mean, you- to one over at DraftKings on Tiger to take it down. And listen, well, I think yeah. he drifted a bit. I thought I th- saw him open at a hundred. Yeah, hundred and thirty to one on Tiger to win it. That's the same price as to- as Tom Hoagie, Scott Stallings, Keith Mitchell, Adam Hadwin, all of those guys. So that's kind of the neighborhood that he falls in right now. Guys over Tiger. Yeah, I know. It's the same. <laughs> it, it's the same with me. Now listen, it's, I'm not it's, trying to be a jerk to Tiger, but yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's the same as as you would expect. Top of the leaderboard: John Rom eight to one, Roy McIlroy ten to one, Scotty is at eleven to one, coming off the win here. Xander Schauffele and Tony Finau both at sixteen, as is Justin Thomas. So now we get a little bit of the correction here. We see JT play well. Here yep. comes the odds come crashing down. Colin Morikawa, Max Homa. Now, Max Homa faded. Colin Morikawa did not play well, but it's the same odds on these guys, basically, that we got last week at 20 to 1 here on both of them. So that's a fairly interesting development. Can't lay at 25. Victor Hovland at 28. Sung Jay at 28. And then Sam Burns, the big, big, big faller of the week at 28 to 1 as well. So again, we seed him play well. The odds nearly cut in half on Sam mm-hmm. Burns this week at 28 to 1. Zalatoris back in the field this week, Kelly, at 35 to 1. I will have a, a lot to say, I think, about him tomorrow on the podcast. 
uh, sneak peek here. I'm not playing Zalatoris until I see that he's right. And if yeah. he's missing out on, if he's skipping tournaments where the first prize is $3.6 million, Kelly, I, I, I don't have any, I don't have any inkling to want to play him uh, in a field this tough as well. I mean, just no way. Yeah, that was a, uh, I, I mean, I have you, have we still heard a full story on that uh, of just, I mean, I know these guys can skip, you know what? I think it's one, one of these elevated events for these, these select group of guys. Um, I'm with you. I, I think there, I think there's something there. I know those long odds are going to be attractive. I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of people betting him this week. I mean, I saw a 37 to one out there on an opener with him. Yeah. That's a big number for Will Zalatoris, but um, I'm with you, but I, I, you know, look, I think the way you can treat him is like Morikawa here. Like yep. hey, if I, if I see him cruising in tournament, I'm going to have no problem adding in tournament on him at shorter odds, but I need to see him. Play I agree. Golf. I, I'm with you too. Like he's, he's your, he is the prototypical in game because mm-hmm. he might, he might just be broken right now. He might be hurt. And like, it's just not worth wasting your money on him. If you want to talk about a big drifter here. So we have Spieth at 35, Cam Young at 35, Tom Kim at 40. So Tom Kim drifts because Tom Kim didn't play all that well this past week. And so Tom Kim drifts to 40, Jason day, a big mover all the way to 40. You could got, you could have gotten Jason day in like the 60 or 70 range last week or whatever. So big movement on him. And maybe the biggest mover of all Ricky Fowler at 55, you could find Ricky Fowler in the triple digits last week to, uh, to take this thing down at some of the books out there. So we're going to do our digging in and trying to give you, you know, what we see in this course. Of course, it's over in Pacific Palisades, California. It's a par 71, 7,322 yards, no water on this one though. So we don't have to worry about that. We're going to get POA greens yet again, big greens, just like we saw this past week with all of that. And the penals, the rough should not be all that penal Kelly, about two inches there on that Kikuya. So, um, I expect I expect some of these guys that we think are awesome to be awesome here on this course. Yeah, I'm trying to look right now. I think this is I think I have actually hit outrates here in the past two years. So let's keep that rolling because that was Neiman last year, I think at about fifty to one, if I remember that right. Right. Max home of the year before, I believe we were on. Um so I'll keep that rolling, man. I actually made two bets already. And then these <laughs> were kind of just numbers plays. Yeah. Um look, it, it, it's a Kind of like you just broke out. I mean, look, it's a tournament we're a little bit more familiar with, a field now that we're a little bit more familiar with that is very that is very similar to what we saw a week ago, right? We're still yeah. kind of in West Coast golf mode. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities you can take away from what you saw last week. So, look, I went right back to Xander Shoffley. He was a guy that was mm-hmm. uh, really up there in my numbers last week. He plays this tournament well. Um, you know, T13, T15, T23, T15, T9, the past five years for him. Uh, I saw him at an 18 to one. That's a slightly larger number than, you know, it was all 16s and 14s pretty much last week. So I thought that was worth, worth taking a bite of now. We'll see where that number goes. Maybe I took, a, took it at a bad time, but I figured it would drift, uh, you know, you know, get shorter mm-hmm. rather than drift longer. Um, so took him and then Patrick Cantlay, thirty to one. I saw out there on him. I I scooped yeah. up a piece of that. I don't even know how how much he'll pop in in the numbers run. You know, I run this week. He wasn't uh, overwhelming last week, so I, I'm yeah. guessing he's not going to be way up there this week when we go every over everything tomorrow. But at thirty to one on a player like that, it, it, it's worth it's worth a stab to me. And, the, and look, this is 
maybe this gets back to what we were talking about with Rom and Rory and Scheffler. And these are the bets that become dumb. And we learn it the hard way mm-hmm. right over the next few months. But I, with a guy like with the class of Patrick Cantley, a three in front of that, I, I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet it at least right now. Yeah. The one that stuck out to me early on and, and you know me, I, I don't bet him very often, but Hideki's odds have mm. drifted all the way out. Hideki is 45 to one at DraftKings, right? And like what we saw yeah. at the waste management this past week, he was fifth in the field off the tee. He was fifth in the field around the green. The real thing, and this is like the reason we like to bet Hideki is his approach game. He was 62nd in the field approach. And so basically for us, we just need him to be Hideki with the approach game. Yeah. And and we're getting a massive, massive value on Hideki Matsuyama. And again, you know, I don't bet him all that often, right? I mean, I yeah, he, he just, but like, it just seems to me this number has drifted to a point where his game, I think, is better than what the number indicates. We were worried about the injury. I think we've seen enough now. The last three tournaments, he does not look hurt anymore. He looks like he's fine. I watched him walk around. I walked with him for a couple holes when I was out there. He looked fine, whatever. And the numbers, I think, bear it out as well. He just had a uncharacteristically bad bad tournament with the approach, which is normally the strength of his game. And so uh, Hideki seems like a, a likely bet for me this week. Yeah, but he was a guy that I had kind of cir- – him and Jason Day are two guys that I had circled for circled for top 20s mm-hmm. um, that kind of got left on the cutting room floor. He, look, he finishes T29 last week, 500 par, but starts with a 74, right? right. 74, 68, 67. He's 70. behind the eight ball from the get-go. Right, right. exactly. So – Actually, I'm just looking at DraftKings. They just put up top 20 prices right now. I think that's where I'd look first with a guy like him, but plus 180 on a top 20 for Hideki Matsuyama, I think that could be a good play this week. And, you know, another one guy, and I know we're trying to keep this quick, but another guy I'll keep bringing up, um, I mean, almost weekly here, man. And Another guy that's just playing hot here recently, Keegan Bradley. And, and you know, it's kind of been a joke for us, you know, over the yes. past couple of years of Keegan. Yes. Of, we're going to take him at long odds. There's a good chance he's in the mix, but we're probably going to lose. Um, Keegan's, he is seemingly making those Sunday highlight reels every single week. And mm-hmm. that, that great form continues. Um, look, a slimmer, more in shape Keegan Bradley. It's pretty obvious. Uh, watching him golf out there. He, he's a guy that's going to continue to draw my attention, at least for finishing position bets like that. I think top 20s, top 40s on a guy like that, it's going to keep drawing my attention. Guys, we will have a full breakdown tomorrow of how our models shake out, how everything looks on our end, where our bets are, at least at the time of recording, and certainly any placement market and head-to-heads that we can find as well coming off a good tournament here with the waste management and i think we can carry this on as we head over to riv as kelly mentioned we got some history here we know what type of player typically plays well here so hopefully we can continue to turn a profit here on these tournaments for kelly i'm matt come back for the big show tomorrow Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.